right, guys, welcome to another week of your fantasy football podcast. You got me, Josh, uh, Ross Davis, Ryan Naughton, and Drew Michael on, potentially getting joined by Tyler Cullen. We all know he'll come in hot. Um, But we're just going to get started right away, jump into our recaps of the week. Um, Where do you guys want to start? I think we should probably start with the most exciting of a not very exciting week of games. I think Jake Kerr and Josh Kerr happened to have the most exciting game this week, and they were probably the closest game. But really, at the end of the day, their scores weren't that close. Okay, in all fairness, if one's had an average week, I win. Yes, and if your aunt had nuts, she'd be your uncle. We could say stuff like that all the time. (laughs) You already used that joke today. (laughs) Yeah, I'm just saying. Like, yes, big. That's where Cubby's. That's fair. That's where Cubby's statistics come in. Where if you start the perfect lineup, like imagine if instead of playing Carson Wentz, you played. Let me see who you had real quick. Ryan Ryan Fitzpatrick got a lot more points than negative 2.2. He got seven more points. It it didn't matter who I started this week. Like, Jake was going to beat me. Like, Mahomes went off. Gordon went off. Odell had a decent game. And then Tariq Hill his flex at 40 points. Like, that game last night, if you had anybody playing, like, just – and the fact that Jake had two is just not even fair. I mean – any, anybody playing, I wouldn't say that because uh, Todd Gurley had a pretty insignificant game last night. Well, fun fact, Todd Gurley actually got rolled up on and has a high ankle sprain. No way. I did way. see that. Yeah. I didn't see that. Yep. Yep, it's not reported on any major media sites, but uh, it's looking like he's going to either – they do have their bye week, so he might come back okay. But the Colons might be in a little bit of trouble with Gurley being injured. I could beat him in week 13. If Kevin loses out. You could. That's going to be a stretch. You're in. It's going to be a stretch. All right. So, reviewing that game, no Moving surprise. Jaker had a strong team. One of the top teams in the league. Really turned it around from his start. Okay. A little bit of a surprise. I mean, <clears throat> Josh, it was your off week. You had your loss. Everyone knew you were going to lose. Kevin predicted it. 127 is not an off week. Like, no, a... I'm not saying you had an off week, but it was your loss week. You won the week before that, oh, that's so true. it was your turn that's to true. lose. You're going to win this week. You're win, lose, win, it. lose, win, lose. Yeah, yeah you're right. I it's am going to a... win this week. That's comforting. So, let's, and who are you playing this week? Kevin Davis. Nice, that nice is game comforting. That, that is a nice, a nice game, game to win. win. So, I feel really happy about that. All right. I don't want to talk about this anymore. Moving on. Just let's go left to right. Bang them sticks against Big Dick Bandits. Really just upsetting game for our top two teams in the league. Yeah. Like 110 to 89. Come on. I mean, if you look at it, Tyler would have only beaten one other person in the league. And he would have lost to Matt if he had a matchup with Matt. And then Cubby was still the fourth worst. Yeah. Yep. I mean – Cubby's team, if you look at his points for, it is just very upsetting that he is where he is in the standings. He's had the luckiest year. His points against and his points for. Don't get me wrong. He has a somewhat solid team, 
But his somewhat solid team only gave him 110 points and then 34 points on the bench. Yes, he had George Kittle on by. And same with Duke Johnson, but he's not playing Duke Johnson. And if George Kittle is really that big of a game changer for you, it's kind of it's kind of a troubling sign. It would have just been like 12 more points. Say George Kittle put up 13, he still would have put up 120, which would still have him lose against four or five people in the league. Hey, let's, let's not hit on let's not hit yes. on the scores that are in the 120 range, right? I think 120 is pretty solid. Or maybe a little biased, but I'm just saying. 120, here's the thing. He makes the playoffs, he might die depending on how he, he plays out the rest of the season, but he's not winning in the playoffs. Like, the teams are too strong. There's there's no chance that his team poss- potentially even just puts up any points. Like, I'm looking at it. Week 11, he's 110. Week 10, 116. Week uh, 9, he's 127. He's 120 the week before. Like, that's just not consistent enough. Like high, like one twenty is not bad, but it's not going to win you the playoffs. It's just not. There's too many teams that are booming. Like our next matchup, actually, I'm going to segue us into this, um, which is Naughton versus Kiss Them Titties, Mitch, uh, Mister Drew. Um, I mean, Naughton's team's consistently putting up one forty plus. Yeah, I mean, Naughton's team has the has the highest points for in the entire league. You know, and granted, a lot of that has just been kind of in just game uh, weeks where he just turns it on. You know, because mm-hmm. you've had some dumpster fire weeks, Naughton. Yeah, but I want to point something out for next week against Cubby, who I do play this next week. I'm looking at the matchups, and Breeze and Ingram play Atlanta where Breeze put down 40-some points against them earlier this year. Unfortunately, Ingram was suspended, so you can't say anything there. But Barkley also played Philadelphia, who he plays this week earlier in the season, and he put up 37 points. That's 77 points right there that could possibly be happening this week against Cubby with just two players. Yeah, uh, but I'm not, I'm not sure that I'm going to assume that. Oh, obviously not going to assume that's going to happen, but he – they're, the Philadelphia game could have been a fluke because Philly has a good run defense, and it might have just – Eli wasn't getting his groove. The Atlanta part, I do believe, is it's going to be up there again because, no offense, Ross, Atlanta kind of sucks with their defense. No, Atlanta's defense is horrendous. No, it's yeah, fine. So, But, like, I mean, not, and you got to realize something, though. It's Cubby. You're not, your team's not going to perform against him. He, his points against <laughs> his points against is 200 points lower than the closest person. That's almost two full games in this league. Yeah. It's, it's and then scary Ryan, that and then he's Ryan's, eight and three. Ryan's ahead, team Russ. has 1,400 points scored against it. Cubby's team has 1,025 Oh my god! <laughs> like that is... yeah, that's just. I mean, that... there's a reason there. But here's here's the thing. You also have to look at Smith's team. His what's his points for? It's still his like points, what, like his, second lowest. His in points the league. for is only nine hundred ninety seven. <laughs> yeah, no, that is it's like let's not get like carried away here. Yes, people are running train and just like blowing nuts all over his face, but. He's not putting up like points at all. Like th- he would still be in the exact same situation had he like faced what Cubby. Is I mean, that's probably not true. So you know how Cubby? I, yeah, actually, I I disagree with that. You know how Cubby beat me last week? I was looking at the statistics. I would have beaten Cubby 
and literally every single week since week five, except for last week. So, yeah, welcome to fantasy like, football. We say that, but Cub- but there's been weeks where Smith has put up more points than Cubby and just not played him. So I'm not sure that they would be in the same exact situation. It is kind of a whole lot of luck. Dude, it's a lot of team I, management, too. How many times have we looked at Smith's bench and been like, you have a cool 50 points on your bench? That Way is to true. Go. Let's see how many points he had on his bench this week. I'm not, I'm not trying to argue that Smith is good because he's not. I, I do want to argue, though, the fact that I think Cubby might have the easiest schedule out of everyone. No, right? I dis- I disagree. Why would, why would you assume that? Or do you mean like in the next two weeks or do you mean in just the entire year? Just in general. I don't know about that. That's a little bit much. I need to. I mean, if he has that few points against, he has the easiest schedule. Like, that's a fact. I mean, anyone that played Smith twice is at an automatic advantage. Yeah, he's played Smith twice. Okay, I played Smith. So I played Matt Davis twice. Anyone who plays Matt Davis and Smith twice is at an obvious advantage. Like, yeah, that's me. I'm still yeah, not gonna like make Josh, it. Josh, that's I could argue that that's shitty team management on your end. If you play, that's like four easy wins, dude. Fuck you. Yeah, and I got all. Those and you still only have five wins. You have one win against other guys in the league. No, I still play Matt Davis okay, one more okay, time. Okay, fine. So you have two wins this year against other guys in the league, not named Smith or Matt Davis. And one of them's me. Yeah, yeah, and like Ross Davis. That's but like, I get that point. <laughs> But, like, if you look at your big wins, you got to have big wins in fantasy to make the playoffs. If you look at your big wins, they're just not there. You're not winning your tiebreakers. You lost to Jake. Yeah, I absolutely How are you winning am. your tiebreakers? I yeah, beat but I you, didn't I? You. That's not winning. That's tie. That's a, I have Drew. I don't know what the fuck you're saying. You make just, hold on. Let me, hear me out. Like. You got to win series 2-0 or win series 1-0. You can tie in series isn't anything. So, like, if I beat Drew this week, I have a win for the series on the tiebreaker. That's huge. I already have a win on the series against Jake, and I have a win on the series against Tyler. So, like, you got to have those key wins in order to make the playoffs. And if you don't get those key wins, you won't make the playoffs. I mean, I I think... I think going into it, uh, Josh, in all respect, your team is better than mine. But in all honesty, I have a better, I have a better tiebreaker thing. I mean, I don't have a tiebreaker thing with you because you you beat me twice. No, you're right. Right. You're right. Oh, absolutely. No, I beat you once. Oh. We only played once. Well, I mean, I've beaten Kevin twice, and I'm I lost one and won one against Jake. Ross, if I beat you this week, we're one and one. No, I think we've only played. Good... We've only played once this year, bud. Yeah, yeah. if week, I win bud. this week, I'll have one and one. I'll be the best standing. I'll be the best standing seven and five team going into week thirteen. Drew, who do you play this week? He plays me. What? Oh, okay. If I if I somehow beat Ross, I'm pretty much guaranteed in the playoffs, right? Uh, we the theory uh, is seven wins. No. It has to be some crazy shit to happen for seven wins not to get you into the playoffs. No, so here's the thing, Drew. If you if I went out 
you beat Ross this week, but you still you lose the next week. I don't know if you play the following week. I would actually go ahead of you. In the yeah, playoffs. but would Ross? But if Ross didn't get another win, if Ross didn't win in like week thirteen, he wouldn't go on ahead of me. Yeah, but I mean, no, I he would. But we have to. We okay. Covey's gonna make a video for playoff predictions or what needs to be. So yeah, let's we, not spend too much time on it. Let's. Too, this is too hard for our small brain. Let's, Let's move on move to the on next to matchup. To I think play. we should talk about Kevin Davis against Matt Davis. Another little brother beating a big brother. Yeah, it was a shitty week. It was a brothers. shitty week. Um, yeah, I mean, no surprise here. Kevin's team looks good. Matt's team doesn't look good at all. Yeah, I mean. Demarius Thomas, zero, zero a big, big old egg. egg. Like, you should, like, have to smash an egg on your face if you play someone and they put zero points To be up. fair, like, who could have predicted that, that, though? Demarius Thomas had a great year this year. As soon, he went to Houston and had a great game or two. No, he had he had a mediocre one game because he caught one pass yeah. for 50 yards and then oh. goose ever since then. You're right. No, you're right. I'm, I'm wrong. Yeah. He's not great. Yeah, because I played Matt Davis that week, and I remember I was scared because it was literally the first play of the game, threw him like a 50-yard pass, and then for the rest of the game, he threw maybe like 14 yards to him. He's he's not fitting in their scheme, it looks like. No, not at all. Well, it's just hard in the middle of the season like that. And looking at Matt's team, he's going to be in a little bit of trouble. He does have Jordan Reed on his bench, but – uh, Jimmy Graham, actually, I think he broke his thumb he this did. week. He broke something in his he hand. He broke his thumb. And he said he's going to play through, but, like, it doesn't matter. Guy, the guy who's not going to be able to catch a ball, he's going to be able to block. So, Jordan Reed, Reed sucks, too. So, I mean, we already knew Matt's team was in trouble. In even more. Well, how nope, many games absolutely. has he lost in a row? How many games has Matt lost in a row? Ooh. Let me check that. Matt Davis has lost. Uh, four games uh, in a row. Last win, his last win might have been against me. Only topped by Ryan Smith. He's lost 11 in a row. <laughs> <laughs> That's so bad. Okay. Is that, our, is that all our matchups? Is that everything? No, we should have another. No, yeah. we got one more. We got the worst one. We got, uh, we got TCM oh, uh... versus Cubby's Chode Commissioner. And our commissioner showed or whatever it is. So good job, you beat Smith. Proud of you. Ross. I mean, free beat. Do you even say good job I'm, anymore? I'm pretty proud of it. I think a win's a win. It gets me one spot closer to a playoff spot. You got some of you guys in this chat have had two wins against Smith, so I don't want to hear it. I only had one win. So here's the here's the thing though. Like I hate the society where you congratulate people for doing what they're supposed to do. <laughs> You're supposed to beat Smith. <laughs> like I don't want to say congratulations to you. Like. That's just something you do. Yeah, but I mean, there's there's signs on the team. You know, David Johnson has finally put up consistent double digit points. Julio, Julio Jones finally touchdowns. Yeah. Andrew Luck is looking great. If if Tevin Coleman can find the end zone this Thursday against the Saints, I could be putting up one thirty easy this week. One forty. Ross, wouldn't it be hilarious if your team finally got its shit together and you missed the playoffs? No, awesome. <laughs> that would not be hilarious for the record. That'd be the least good job finally deciding to start luck, by the way, over Philip Rivers. Like, congratulations on figuring that one out. Andrew Luck has thrown f- three or more touchdowns since week four. I love it. Yeah, well, it's because also the Colts. I told you, fucking the take have, him. Um, the Colts have won four straight games now, but the problem is they're in the Thanks. same uh, division as the Texans who have won seven straight. So, 
trouble. I don't know if that's a problem. And there's only like one wild card spot open. The AFC. Yeah, because the Chargers pretty much locked yeah. up that second spot. I know they lost this past week, but they're still looking really good. They're looking really good, yeah. That's All the right. bad part about being Moving in the on. I have no idea what's going on on the West Coast. You well, Guess what? LA Rams are really, really good at football. Hot take. <laughs> yeah, I heard that last night. That was that was nice. That was actually a sick game. I yeah, loved really every good game. Of that even though I got pummeled, I missed most of it. Whatever, fuck it. All right, so I'm just gonna jump right into us reading some questions uh, that were submitted. <laughs> you guys, oh ready? god! All right, yeah, I know. You ready? All right, so I'm just gonna start out with a here, right off the top of the bat. Um, Question one coming in hot. Uh, do you think Cubby's parents know he's gay? <laughs> <laughs> all right, all right. Let's actually ask. Fan- but no, they don't. But let's actually ask fantasy football relevant <laughs> questions. All right. So, um, what do I? This is going to give away. I don't know who this is, but you know, whatever. Uh, what two do I start? Carry on Johnson and Brandon Cooks. Wait, what Those was are the question? Three. You broke up. What- what two do I start? Joe Mixon, Carryon Johnson, or Brandon Cooks? So you got to choose two. Uh, I couldn't hear the third one. I heard uh, Joe Mixon, Carryon Johnson, and who was the third one? Brandon Cooks. Okay, so that's Jake. an easy one. This is an easy one. It's Mixon and uh, Brandon Cooks because Carryon Johnson's out this week. Yeah, Carryon Johnson yep. is out this week. So that was a waste Wait. of a question. Yeah, whoever else that. Great job. Good I job. Good Jake question. Did Jake trade Mixon? <laughs> I don't think no, this is, no, this somebody this else is a question. question. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Okay. Next. Yeah, if you're not a league, fuck off. Oh, really? Are you kidding me? <laughs> <laughs> Step away. Put the phone down, you <laughs> asshole. <laughs> Oh my god! Is that Don? No, it's not me. Ross. Oh yeah, it's definitely not. Ross, we're have no, it's not. This isn't me. On air courtesy, man. It's freaking Drew. I just know it is. It was not me. That was a good stream, though. Good job. All right. I'm, lay- I'm literally job. laying in bed. It was not me. I'm also laying in bed. <laughs> All right, moving on. Next All question. Right. Fuck you, Ross. Ross. <laughs> God damn it. Fuck you. All right. All right, so <laughs> right now, today, who is the Shiva Bowl champ? Super Bowl t- champ today, right now? She- no, Shiva. Oh. Shiva. Okay, next question. Go ahead. No, no, hold on. Shiva Bowl champion today? I'm picking oh. Jake Kerr. Uh, yeah, you know, no. that's not a bad shout, but Jake's never going to win the Shiva. Uh, Shiva has I, a curse on him. That's true. I think, honestly, I think, uh, honestly, not. And I think if you can keep this hot streak going where you can put up 150 points or somewhere in that ballpark, you're going to win most of the games. The fight, the fight, yeah, the, I have to... the Shiva Bowl is a, since I'm the only one who's actually ever been there. And one. Purple <laughs> is like Boo. the most unpredictable place in the entire world. There was no reason I should have beaten Smith four years ago, but I did. I mean, 
All the all the bad things happen to him. Adrian Peterson gets hurt, and then they're like, "Oh, he's coming back." And then the Vikings coach is like, "Ah, I don't want to play him." It's like saving him for something else. <laughs> Playoffs, maybe. I can't remember where they were, but like anything can happen. Yeah, I'd have to agree. I think Naughton's looking strong. Uh, he's got. I mean, the the only like downside or and I think I said this last week, is you're represented by, like, four NFL teams. Like, if those guys have a shit week, like, granted, you have the Rams on there and, like, New Orleans who are just, like, an unreal offense. Um, like, but if those guys just, for whatever reason, shit the bed, you're in trouble. But other than that, I, I see... I, uh, I also have to agree with Drew and Josh. I also believe I'm going to, uh, at this time, I would be the one to win the Shiva. Ty- Tyler, Tyler is, I mean, I know you've beaten him twice this year, and that's, you know, good for Shiva-ness. But, I mean, Tyler also, <laughs> Tyler has scored just 50 less points than you all season. Like, if you come up against Cubby, I mean, you have over 200 points ahead of him. Hmm. Or just under 200 points. Four. Yeah. It's it's going to be interesting in this, these next couple of weeks. Okay. What oh, is wait. The hold, next on. Question? hold on. I, I just want to okay. point out a, a little bit of stat stuff. So, Jake, Jake and Kevin have the same or have a differentiation of points four by point one points. Ooh. Kevin and Jake do? Yeah. Wow. That's, imp- that's pretty impressive. Amazing. Quite amazing. Yeah. I just I mean that that just shows how close they are. That's true. That's very true. Let's see what's the next question. I guess we'll see what happens. All right, next question. I think this is our last one. It's the one that got texted to me. Uh all right. Football question, comma. Thank you. Uh, who takes the last open wild card spot in the AFC? In the AFC? Well, yeah. Yeah. I, I think it's got to be either between Houston or the Indianapolis Colts. I think. Well, Houston, do you think it's whoever wins that division, the second place is going to win the wild card? Yeah, that's what I'm thinking. Whoever yeah. wins the division, okay. the second place will take the wild card. Because I just don't – I mean, who do you think it's going to be? The Cincinnati Bengals? The the Baltimore no. Ravens? No, no, no. The Chargers already have the second wild card spot. It's not going to be Oakland. I mean, it's not going to be – maybe Tennessee if they turn it on and figure it out. But Tennessee just got obliterated by, obliterated by Indianapolis. I can't see that happening. So you got to think it's got to be the Colts. Yeah, if assuming the the Texans, it, it's one of the two. It's going to be the Colts. The Colts are looking good. Um, they just got to stay strong. Wait, why do? All right, and then we got to follow up that one. Should Andrew Luck be? Oh, sorry. Why? Why do we think it can't be Baltimore? Because they got it's Lamar there. Jackson as their quarterback. He's a rookie. I, I, yeah, Lamar Jackson. Just... Yeah, he yeah, ran yeah, had... more than he passed. I know, but he yeah, was but excellent. still. <laughs> No, he they only scored. He was yeah, but here's the thing. Here, I thought it, I, they I, only, it I takes thought one for hit. His first full, for his first NFL de- debut, I thought he did a pretty damn good job. 
Well, it wasn't just him also. They had some random, like, four-string running back come out and put up 115 yards and a touchdown. So you can't think this is going to – this is not going to happen every week. And also, they played the Bungles, who kind of suck, so... (laughs) The Bungles. (laughs) So they're not going to be doing this every week. So my bet and my money is going to be on the Colts. No way the Ravens go anywhere. And if they do, they're losing in the wild card round. Well, yeah, I mean, I just... I don't know. I thought you guys uh, threw them away too easily. I don't okay. like any when, of. I mean, that's fair. I don't like any of their uh, players enough. They don't have any like. Who are their superstar offensive players that could lead them to the playoffs? And once they're into the playoffs, wait, is Suggs is Suggs still on the Alex Collins there? or did he retire yet? Alex Collins is by no means an offensive superstar. <laughs> Dude, they got Smokey Brown. Come on. I mean, that's true. All right. <laughs> All right. Next. Next question. No, they're going to be irrelevant. Who cares? So, whoever sent this in, obviously a Colts fan, uh, should Alec, Andrew Luck be considered a uh, be considered a true MVP candidate with twenty nine TDs and nine picks? Um, who who is no. this? I don't know. What do you guys think? Who Andrew Luck? You don't think Andrew Luck should be Luck? Gonna... Turn that away kind of fast. Um, there's there's too many there's too many good players in the league for Andrew Luck to be considered. Yeah, he's. I'm no, sorry. He's, like, he's, there's just too many good players. He's nowhere near the quality of Todd Gurley or Patrick Mahomes. Patrick Mahomes threw almost 500 yards and six touchdowns yesterday. Like, Andrew Luck's not have his, isn't going to do that anytime soon. Okay. If, if he did, if, though, no. if they said 29, they said 2019, right? Or did they say 20? No, they just... Just in general? Because I feel like if he gets back into form, like, I feel like he could be back to where he was before. Like, he could be up there. You're saying next year? I mean, perhaps. I mean, this year's more of him just coming I, back. I don't know. No, they're saying no, this no, year. No, I don't think no, they'll... not at all. Yeah. No chance. No yeah. way. Zero. All right. That's the last question we got. Let's move on to hot takes. Um, who wants to start? I, I got I got a decent one. You can start then. You yeah, you go start. I'll go next. Wonderful. All right. So I'm assuming everyone here watched Monday Night Football. Except right? for Drew. I only I only I only Except caught the oh, first yeah. quarter. It was like three AM. <laughs> Perfect. All right. Well we're all familiar then with the very mediocre commentating that's going on with the Monday night crew. You got Booger on the Booger Mobile <laughs> and then you got Mr. Witten in the booth. And honestly, Jason Witten is just a hor- not horrible. He's just very mediocre. He says the very obvious things. And my hot take is that Jason Witten and Ross Davis are this, in fact, the same person. <laughs> Ross Davis, same, same person. I'm podcast everything. Very mediocre. Just, you know, you get him in the booth and, and, and you get what you get. You never know what he's going to quite say. Sorry, Ross. They kind of hurt a little. Moving bit. on. Who's next? <laughs> okay. I'm sorry. But you know, I, I mean, I didn't like. The, you know, I didn't like comparing you to Witten, but I was watching the game last night. I was like, holy shit, he sounds like Ross. <laughs> okay. Um, I don't know if I want to follow that one up, but I'm going to. My hot take is that Tyler Cullen and Miles Cullen are going to lose in the first round. Yes. Yes. What everybody's been because saying all year. If you look at their matchups. For week 14, they have some seriously tough matchups. If he decides to play Mitch Trubisky, they're playing the L.A. Rams, and the L.A. Rams just made Patrick Mahomes a turnover machine. If 
James Conner is playing a solid Oakland Raiders. That's sarcasm, by the way. Oakland Raiders sucks. That's one good matchup. Todd Gurley will play the Chicago Bears, who have a great defense. Yeah, Dalvin Cooks had 0.5 points yesterday. Yeah. Or Sunday. Jarvis Landry's playing the Carolina Panthers, who's another solid defense. He just got a lot of tough uh, matchups coming up in week 14. So I think Tyler Cohen's going to lose in the first round. And another hot take I have is Ooh, that two. Davis's team is in some serious trouble the rest of the year. He It got announced today that O.J. Howard is out for the rest of the year, and he has a terrible backup tight end. Tight end's not going to be a position that will win you the Shiva, but it'll definitely be a position that will lose you the Shiva. <laughs> yeah. It's funny that he lost his starting tight end, because if I remember on Sunday, he was talking about how I have three mediocre tight ends on my team. You do. Uh, yeah. Well, <laughs> well, <laughs> well yeah. don't you dare drop one of those. You better keep yeah, all those on your three. roster. Yeah. Uh, just, and if, just in case, <laughs> I love you it. do have to get rid of on trade one. Yeah, I know, but I'm just just thinking it's karma because Kevin Davis now has an awful tight end as his backup, so it's kind of funny. Okay, can I, I'm going to go into my hot take now, and this one's about actually Ryan Smith and how he's 0-11. I don't think he's going to be 0-11 after this week. Well, the 11's going to be there. I think he's going to go... He's not going to be on 11. He's going to be 1-11 because he's going to beat Matt Davis. This there you week. go. I think the streak ends, and I think Matt Davis, this is some Barbie girl, and actually for Phil, I think this is the Sacco getting back at him for not doing his punishments. I love it. Drew. Drew, you yeah, got a hot take for us? Uh, my hot take is that I think that if, if mathematically it works out and how – player or and how teams knock each other out and stuff like that. I think if Jake Kerr gets into um if Jake Kerr's team gets into uh into the playoffs, he's gonna be in the Shiva Bowl. I think he's pretty much guaranteed I think he has the best team going forward. His bench is decent, you know. I mean the only I mean he might lose this week because, you know Patrick Mahomes isn't playing and Tyreek Hill ain't playing, but I mean, I think I think if he gets into the playoffs, he's pretty much guaranteed the, to the Shiva Bowl because he kick because he could easily kick the shit out of Cubby. He could kick the shit out of yeah yeah anybody could. Yeah. Honestly, another hot take: Cubby might get the bye, but he's gonna lose in the first game that he plays in the Shiva or in the playoffs. Absolutely. What what what's right. pissing me off is why didn't anyone veto the trade to give Jake Odell Beckham Jr. He gave up like Devin Funches and Alshon oh, Jeffrey did. for Odell. I vetoed it. I, I vetoed, vetoed every it. trade. Oh, I vetoed man. it as well. You need to I also it, vetoed though. it. We missed like man guys, that was a bad miss by us. That that lack of veto might give Jake Kerr the Shiva. I mean, you need half you need what, half the league to veto? So yeah. obviously Jake and Smith didn't veto. Tyler's never on the board, so he didn't veto. Cubby probably <laughs> thought it was a Cubby probably thought it was a fair trade, so he didn't veto. <laughs> he thinks everything's a fair trade. Oh, he totally does. <laughs> and even if he doesn't, it wasn't. Here's the thing: at the time, it wasn't a terrible trade. 
It did no, help it was Jake, a terrible but it trade. wasn't a terrible trade. OBJ Are you kidding me? D- have you seen what Devin Funches I mean, and Alshon Jeffrey have done all year? Awful. Absolutely not. I don't follow them. They're not on my Very team. Exactly. Funches has definitely been like a flex all year type position. I, I player. disagree. Disagree. Alshon Jeffrey, and Smith needed that. Alshon Jeffrey averages eight points a week, and Devin Funches averages nine. That's bad. That's see, that's, that's not flex. terrible. Yeah, but like Odell, Odell has been at that probably. Ha- yeah, Odell has been at easily half the weeks. I bet he's had under ten points. I'm looking at him right, right. now. Hold on, yeah. he's had <laughs> look that up. Hold up, he's had two games under seven point five, and only one other game under ten point five. He's been he's been Devin, pretty much in the Devin, four, he's been anywhere in between fourteen and. 17 points. I mean, he's still a, you know, run or wide receiver one. Devin Funch's last four weeks, 4.2, 6.4, 4.7, 4.9. That's also because I think Carolina's been on a downturn. Yeah, they have. Greg Olson's been doing okay. Well, yeah, yeah. Greg Olson comes back one yard touchdowns. Takes away those. Actually, honestly, it probably, I mean, it's a great trade for Jake because with Greg Olson coming back, it made the made Funches not get as many targets. Greg Olson's been back yeah. since week six and has four touchdowns in six weeks. I exactly. love that. I love how you like shit on Greg Olson and then you pick him and you're like, oh, he's the best player of all. Well, no, because Cubby, Cubby, Cubby had vaginal hubris. Dropped him for nothing. Cubby's like, Cubby's like, Greg Olson is the best tight end in the league when Gronkowski, Ertz, Kelsey, <laughs> and all these other players are hurt. We're like, hey, hey Cubby. Let's Cubby also forget... kicked them in like a fourth round. Yeah. Let's not forget that Ross probably had the dumbest drop of the entire year also. Let's just, let's just point that out right there. Dropping Eric. Dropping yeah, Eric. Ross. Dropping Eric Ebron <laughs> right in the middle of his like a million touchdown weeks. Like. The two weeks after you dropped him, we put up like twenty-eight points and like seventeen points. So I did. I picked him up. Good job, John. Yeah, but you also have Doyle, That's... so you can't. You can't, you never pick the right let's one. Let's point this out. Also, Jake dropped. <laughs> you Jake dropped Doyle. So and also, I picked the right one this week. Uh, Eric Ebron put up zero points while Doyle put up six. I still won. Let me point that out. Congratulations. So I have a. I mean. I... Eric Ebron, Eric Ebron put up a big old goose egg this past week, so that's pretty impressive. Well, it's because Doyle's back. Doyle put up like how many points? Four. Well, it's also six Ty Hilton put up like two hundred yards and like two touchdowns. So let's. Uh... I'm just saying. I'm not sure I'd be bragging about my tight end situation when the combined score of my two tight ends was six point three. <laughs> hey, 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 hey! Let's calm down. <laughs> Hey, that's depth of roster yeah, it right is. there. It is depth of roster. It's I mean, okay. I, Everything else is okay. I mean, it doesn't matter. It, I mean, it's shallow It doesn't depth, matter. I have the best tight end, tight end in the league. No, no, you don't. I do. I think we're arguing tomatoes yeah. and tomatoes here, guys. It's like trying to argue who's better, Julio Jones or Michael Thomas. Just people are good at football. It's okay. Michael Thomas. Michael Thomas. He's not. That's fine. God, I can't believe I had such a bad week in week 10. Zach, <laughs> 33 points. All right. <laughs> <laughs> My tight end put up 33 points. 
All right, boys. I think that's about it for this podcast.